cool so uh i guess device trader is um kind of like the the second phase to um what i'm trying to be what i'm trying to do so to really tell um the story of device trader and the story we want to write I have to go kind of back to the start of how i actually got um into this game so uh, just to give you kind of like a brief um, history, basically I grew up in New Zealand in a uh, town called Tauranga. I, uh, I moved to Sydney when I was 19 uh, and worked as a stonemason with my brother. Uh, we had a business together, still running today, uh, really successful. Uh, but about sort of five years into that, I, um, I was having some back issues and uh, it's pretty hard on the body that sort of work and I had decided that I wanted to become a builder so uh, I did my carpentry apprenticeship and got um, kind of halfway through my builder certificate and that was kind of smack bang in the middle of the mining boom in WA so uh, I went to WA to kind of make the big money over there um, living in and out of Indonesia at the time uh, and sort of eventually the work slowed up a little bit in WA so uh, there was mining work going on in central Queensland, so I moved up there. Um, and eventually, kind of after being there for maybe seven or eight months, I came down to Byron Bay on a holiday and decided that this is where I wanted to live. So, um, yeah, moved down here maybe four months after that uh, and continued building. Uh, but eventually, uh, my body just couldn't really handle doing that sort of heavy labor work anymore um, and the back and neck issues continued I took a bit of time away from building and was just sort of DJing and bartending for about a year I'd had um, surgery on my neck to remove a, um, a herniated disc and like it did it did kind of work the, um, the operation and I started to feel a bit better after taking a year off and uh, I went back to building, finished my builder certificate. But it, it, about another six months later, it started to get really bad. And so um, I was actually sitting on um, my balcony uh, where I used to live with a guy called Peter Brush, uh, my old flatmate. And we were talking about um, his business in Canada and he had a, a successful landscaping business over there. He told me uh, he used to have this guy come around to his house um, and fix his mobile phone um, either at his house or on site and a little light bulb kind of went off in my head. I'd, I'd sort of I'd know a little bit maybe more than kind of your average person about um, sort of software from DJing softwares and um, music production software things like that uh, but definitely not an expert had kind of fixed a couple of um, back glasses on the old iPhone 4 that was about the extent of uh, my sort of technology experience um, but I I was in a lot of pain at the time and I just decided uh, to go for it so I um, so I bought some tools off eBay and a couple of screens and I really just started by practicing on friends phones and um, kind of changing the battery on my phone making it a little bit better 
while I was still sort of working part-time uh, building. And then my, um, my sort of, my timeline had really condensed. So I, I had wanted to sort of do it over a, about a 12 month period where I was gonna sort of ease into this new, um, into this new career, learn things as I go along and then eventually start a business doing it. But as it happened, basically the, the pain that I was in to go to work was causing, like I was having to take a lot of painkillers and stuff like that to, um, just to turn up on site and every time I put my nail bag on, it, I could kind of feel it in my spine straight away and that just sort of pushed me towards the, um, the phone repairs like really quickly. So I uh, sold my ute and bought um, my van and within a couple of months I'd just come up with a name, um, bought some screens and that was it, I was in business. So um, it was kind of jumping sort of feet first into it. I, I didn't really know what I was doing, kind of looking back now is it's quite funny to think about how not naive, I wouldn't say naive, but just I didn't know what I didn't even know. So um, the the first kind of six months were not trial and error, but I made you know I, I made a bunch of mistakes that would be, would have been really good to have like a mentor or someone other than just YouTube um, to teach me, but. I, I learned really quickly and within kind of uh, maybe six, eight months, I was, um, it was sustainable to the point where I didn't have to work in uh, bar jobs. I only sort of played DJ gigs that um, I wanted to play and it was going really well. So uh, about kind of a year in, uh, I was approached by uh, another guy, Cam, um, Cameron, he wanted to open a shop and that kind of gave me the courage to open a shop as well if I had a business partner who had a bit more experience than I did. Um, and so, yeah, we, we opened the shop and it was the, it was really nerve wracking to be honest. The, um, the first week was like the quietest week I've ever had since I started. It was like, it was, um, it was like the, all this work that I had coming in consistently just stopped as soon as I signed the lease and opened the shop and it was like, uh oh. Um, and there, so we would have like a $50 day or a $100 day. Well, that's okay, might have to, might have to look at going back to the bar work pretty soon. Um, but then on, that was kind of started on a Monday and then by the Friday we, had actually made enough money to pay the rent. And I was like, okay, well not the rent for the shop, but our, our personal rents for the week. And I was like, okay, well, you know, at least the rent's paid. And then it, um, after that sort of first brutal week, it really took off. So we, uh, we got really busy um, and hired our first employee a couple of months later and it, it went really well. Um, but the, you know, I don't really want to speak badly about um, Cam, but he just, he didn't really have the same ambition um, as I did. You know, I, you know, I, 
I really wanted to make a, a go of it and kind of open multiple stores, but um, I, I think that he was a um, little bit more focused on lifestyle and I was kind of wanting to do the, the 12 hour, seven day a week thing. Um, so we kind of, I had one idea for the business, he had another idea for the business and looking back on it, um, it was just kind of, how would I say it? We just didn't have the same idea about what um, the business was going to be. He was more lifestyle focused and I was kind of more um, expansion focused. And so there wasn't really a true meeting of the minds in terms of our business partnership. So um, eventually about maybe 18 months later, I uh, bought out his share of the business and um, yeah, went it alone from there. And over the next 12 months, I tried a diff uh, like a bunch of different kind of things. I started um, an e-commerce store called Everything Phones, um, which it did really well um, initially, but then I realized that half of those sales were actually fraudulent and um, the money that I thought I'd made, I got uh, a bunch of chargebacks and yeah, only, I'd, I wouldn't have even covered costs really. I, I think I lost a bunch of money on it. It's a, it's a little bit hard to think about. Uh, the, the, and then I realized that, um, so I, I had to kind of pause that for a while and get everything um, structured a little bit better. Uh, and there was a few more setbacks. Um, our phones and internet got cut off. The um, we in, So I decided to end up moving shop um, a little bit early, so I was paying double rent for a while. Uh, but then, you know, eventually we were in our new shop and that kind of brings us up to where we are today. So um, I had put out some ads for um, uh, computer technicians because I wanted to move into that and I had started another um, online site which was basically like a buyback site um, so you could go there you could get a um, punch in the details for your device and the site would give you an offer if you were happy with the offer we'd send you a um, reply page shipping label and you would send your phone to us we'd test it make sure that it, everything was all good with it and then we could either paypal or um or bank transfer the money to you what had happened was I had eye repairs, um, I had device traders, plural, um, and I had everything phones, and basically I just spread myself too thin uh, to really be effective at any of those. Um, you know, obviously pretty, pretty ambitious, but I just, I had three Instagram accounts, three, uh, three Facebook accounts, three, Google ad accounts um, and it really was just uh, doing my head in. Like I, I would go to post something on social media and um, I would just end up looking at all three platforms and then half an hour later I still hadn't posted anything. Uh, I would go into the back end and kind of look at the Google Analytics and then I was looking at Google Analytics for three different pages. Uh, and it just, it really wasn't organized. Um, so uh, 
that was around about the same time as um, JP started working at the shop and he really just intended to kind of do it as a like a bit of a side gig to make sure that um, he had a, a regular income coming in. Uh, so he would kind of work there three days and then do his um, freelancing stuff on the side. Um, photography and music production um, and video, uh, his videographer. But he kind of posed the... So the, the original plan was that I was going to work out which one of the kind of the three, either the buyback site and the e-commerce store or the buyback site and the retail store. I was kind of going to work out what combination of those was the best business model and then kind of channel my energy into one of the two, either sort of having a bricks and mortar store with retail or the e-commerce side of things and maybe not open more stores but just have um, just have the one store in Byron Bay. And JP kind of posed the question to me that like you don't really have three businesses, you've, you've really just got one business that does three different things. So um, he kind of helped me restructure my thoughts around like stop being so sort of divided and putting your energy or trying to put your energy into three different things you really need to just scale it back and put it into one thing that does uh, one business that does um, has the three different offerings uh, so we did add computer repair to that uh, because JP has a lot of experience with computers um, but it that's really what we've been working on over the last kind of three months um, the our whole back end needed an overhaul, um, new websites built, and that has sort of taken us to till the end of 2019 to get organized. And where we are now, it's kind of like the inventory is lining up. Our point of sale is on, um, is working really efficiently. Uh, all of the employees within the business are kind of finding it easier to navigate our um, repair tracking software so really 2019 has been sort of trial and error and um, with JP he has really sort of liked the vision of um, what I'm trying to ch achieve and has helped me kind of reorganize that into something that is a bit more kind of um, what's the word like kind of doable like it, it it's too much for one person to try and organize all of those things. And um, so, yeah, we've decided that uh, we work well together. Um, and so into 2020, we will be business partners. So that is kind of the, the backstory to what, um, what I have been trying to do with the business. And um, yeah, really looking forward to next year. Um, to see how quickly we can grow this thing.